You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go, because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 63 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I am joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. So before we get going, just want to remind you all that we have a December visual roundup on our website that is holiday sweater themed. It's pretty fun. So definitely check that out. We also have a very exciting announcement. So it's been a hot second since we've launched a listener contest for our beloved taters. So listen up if you like trivia time and if you like winning prizes. If you leave us a comment and five-star review on Apple iTunes between now and the end of the year, you will be entered in a raffle to win a $25 Apple iTunes gift card, some radical Trivia Time merch, and some original answer reveal artwork. The winner will be announced on episode 67. And thanks in advance for everybody who participates. We can't wait to see those reviews. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is meat spurt. M-E-A-T-S-P-U-R-T. And the question or clue that goes along with this anagram is... What 1981 hit song by the Rolling Stones was released as the lead single on the album Tattoo You? Moving on to round one. Round number one is called It Ain't Easy Being Green. This general knowledge round consists of answers that begin with the word green. Question number one. What 1962 instrumental hit song was released by Booker T and the MGs and topped the R&B charts and is often credited with shaping the Memphis soul sound? Question number two. What autonomous territory within the Kingdom of Denmark is home to the Viking ruins and ice fjords? Question number three. What 1999 award-winning drama film starring Tom Hanks was based on a 1996 Stephen King novel of the same name? Question number four. In 2019, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Senator Ed Markey championed a proposed package of U.S. legislation aiming to address climate change and economic inequality, known as what? Question number five. What is the only nonprofit, community-owned, major league professional sports team based in the United States? Question number six. 
A global warming contributor, what is the term for the gas that absorbs and emits radiant energy within the thermal infrared range, the four primary culprits being carbon dioxide, methane, nitrous oxide, and fluorinated gases? Question number seven. What 2017 hit pop song by New Zealand singer Lord opens with the lyrics, I do my makeup in somebody else's car. We order different drinks at the same bar. Question number eight. What fictional masked crime-fighting superhero was created in 1936 and debuted on a Detroit radio program before appearing in a variety of other media forms, such as comics, film, and TV. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, It Ain't Easy Being Green. Question number one. The hit 1962 instrumental song released by Booker T and the MGs was Green Onions. That song's a total classic. I wasn't familiar with the Memphis soul sound that it supposedly helped shape. But this song always sort of reminded me of the Norman Greenbaum's Spirit in the Sky. Very similar sort of uh, musicality to both of those songs. But I'm curious why it's called Green Onions, because that seems extremely random. Yeah, it feels like it was just what was on their plate at the time or something. (laughs) Right. I love lamp. Question number two. The autonomous territory within the Kingdom of Denmark that is home to Viking ruins and ice fjords is Greenland. Question number three. The 1999 Tom Hanks film based on the 1996 Stephen King novel of the same name is The Green Mile. Question number four. The proposed climate change package that AOC and Ed Markey championed in 2019 was known as... The Green New Deal. Love AOC. Loved these efforts. Hopefully the Green New Deal will resurface and be better received after January 21st. Yeah, TBD, but I'm hopeful as well. We need a seriously sweeping package, so. Question number five. The only nonprofit community-owned Major League Professional Sports team based in the U.S. is the Green Bay Packers. Did you know that, Cal? I did know that. The cheese heads. What? Oh. They wear cheese hats. Why? Well, because Wisconsin cheese. Okay. So it's kind of fun. Well, I like cheese. I'm not really into football, but I also kind of like the idea of nonprofit community-owned professional sports teams. Yeah. I mean, it's a better way to do it. Yeah, I'm still sort of distracted and more into cheese, though. Yeah, I mean, the cheese hats are kind of... No, I don't want a cheese hat, though. You don't? I just want the cheese. Well, if you had to choose between cheese and football for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Oh, cheese, for sure. Okay, just checking. Hands down. Good girl. Question number six. 
The term for the gases that absorb and emit radiant energy within the thermal infrared range contributing to global warming are greenhouse gases. Remember that Green New Deal, guys. <laughs> Let's push it through. Let's get it done. Yeah, so you really kind of took us full circle with this question, I feel like. Question number seven. The 2017 hit pop song by Lord that opens with the lyrics... I do my makeup in somebody else's car. We order different drinks at the same bar. Is green light. Those are some profound lyrics or just like a typical Wednesday night. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, we order the same drinks at the same bar. (laughs) Yes, we do. Two, please. Two doubles. (laughs) Thank you. Miss those days. Mm, Me too. I saw a meme that said a man walks into a bar. Lucky bastard. It made me really sad. Bummer. Question number eight. The fictional masked crime-fighting superhero created in 1936 as part of an American radio program is the Green Hornet. I would love it if the Green Hornet like made some crazy comeback on one of the top 40 modern radio stations, like interrupting the airwaves for this wild tale of action and adventure. Right. <laughs> Moving on to round two. Round number two is our audio round. It is something we like to do now and again on Trivia Time. It is called Pet Sounds, and it is a music round consisting of songs that have animal-themed titles. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. One. Seven. 
H. Here are the answers for round two, Pet Sounds. Song number one was Pony by Genuine. Song number two was Caribou by The Pixies. Song number three was Barracuda by Heart. Song number four is Goodbye Horses by Q. Lazarus. Song number five was Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Song number six was Monkey by George Michael. Song number seven was Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. And song number eight is Buffalo Stance by Nanette Cherry. Lots of gems on this list, if you ask me. Quite a beautiful collection. Pony Genuine. It literally stops everything. If you throw that on a jukebox, it like defies all genres, age groups. Like everybody just has this like secret love or not so secret love for that song. Yeah, mine is not so secret. It is like the quintessential sexy 90s song. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Goodbye Horses. I only think of that scene in Silence of the Lambs where it's a little tuck and a shimmy. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is a good collection of jams. For sure. Moving on to round three. Round number three is called Where in the World? It is a classic subject round on geography. Question number one. Only one of the 12 South American countries starts with the same letter it ends in. Which is it? Question number two. What North Atlantic island country is home to such attractions as the Ring of Kerry, the Rock of Cashel, and the Dingle Peninsula? Question number three. What is the only country that shares a name with a U.S. state? Question number four. Tallinn, a beautiful city on the Baltic coast, is the capital of what European country? Question number five. What South American country is the location for the Incan citadel and historic landmark Machu Picchu? Question number six. What country's flag features the upper half white and the lower half red? Question number seven. 
What is the second largest country in the world by total area? Question number eight. Located in the Horn of Africa, what is the easternmost mainland African country? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, where in the world? Question number one. The only South American country that ends with the same letter it starts in is Argentina. Question number two. The island country that is home to the Ring of Kerry, the Rock of Cashel, and the Dingle Peninsula is Ireland. The Dingle Peninsula reminds me. Wonder what Zach's up to lately. Oh, I miss that dingle. I know. Hopefully he'll come visit us soon. Drop in. His mic probably misses him too. Right. Question number three. The only country that shares a name with a U.S. state is Georgia. Sorry if you put New Mexico, Mexico. I'll give you a half point. How about that? <laughs> That's a solid half pointer. Mm-hmm. Question number four. Tallinn is the capital city of the European country, Estonia. Question number five. The South American country that is the location for Machu Picchu is Peru. Peru seems rad. That is some place I would like to visit someday. I like Peruvian food, so I would also like to do a little food tour. There you go. <laughs> Anywhere I visit is a food tour, so... <laughs> Question number six. The country with the flag that features the upper half white and the lower half red is Poland. Fun fact, the country with the flag that features the upper half red and the lower half white is Monaco. Hmm, small guy. Now, Polish food, not my jam. Isn't it potatoes? I want potatoes. I guess, but they don't like fry them. Uh, and like a lot of sausages and stuff. Yeah, I don't want the sauerkraut and junk. Yeah. Borscht and beets. Beets. Sour cucumber soup. Ooh. No, thank you. Yeah, you just want the Polish potato pancakes. Yep, that's it. You want plucky. Mm. Sure. <laughs> Ew. It's like stuffed cabbage. Some canned situations. Some meat sticks. It looks like maybe like a homemade Slim Jim. No, thank you. See? No food tours in Poland. Oh, but then this, I got excited. It looked like a crepe, but it was full of like ground beef. Oh, and pickle soup. I'm oh, out. Oh, no, I don't like that. Liver and onions. All right, next question. Okay, I told you. Ugh. Question number seven. The second largest country in the world by total area is... Canada. That means there's room for Kelly and I. Take us. You guys seem <laughs> lovely. Exactly. You've got a big space. So the first largest country obviously being Russia. Question number eight. Located in the Horn of Africa, the easternmost mainland African country is Somalia. Moving on to round four. Round number four is called Daytime to Primetime. Dramatic much? This celebrity pop culture round features stars who have made the transition from daytime soaps 
to the big time. Question number one. In addition to appearing in such high-grossing films as The Hunger Games and Kingsman, The Golden Circle, what former One Life to Live actor and ravishing redhead writes children's books with a character named Freckleface Strawberry? Question number two. What All My Children star, prior to portraying Fred and Daphne, married fellow actor Freddie Prince Jr. after meeting on the set of I Know What You Did Last Summer? Question number three. After a short run on the 80s daytime soap The Doctors, this actor raked in wins for his role as Jack Donaghy on 30 Rock, becoming the male actor who has won the most SAG awards. Who is he? Question number four. Known for playing Morpheus in The Matrix, what actor and former star of One Life to Live was the first African-American to play Othello in a motion picture by a major studio? Question number five. This gorgeous actor dabbled in daytime TV with a role in the 80s soap Santa Barbara years before portraying the president in the final season of House of Cards, after Kevin Spacey's departure. Who is she? Question number six. After a lengthy 12-year stint on All My Children, who replaced Kathy Lee Gifford as co-host on Live with Regis and Kathy Lee? Question number seven. Another All My Children vet, what newly crowned People's Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year has starred in three Ryan Coogler films? Hint, he has no relation to the basketball star he shares a name with. Question number eight. Twenty years after starring in One Life to Live, what acting legend won the 1993 Best Supporting Actor Oscar for his performance as U.S. Marshal Samuel Gerard in The Fugitive? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, daytime to primetime. Question number one. The former One Life to Live actor and children's book author with an impressive film career is Julianne Moore. She is one of the most beautiful women ever, if you ask me. She's the best. So talented. So gorgeous. Yeah, she's a good one. Best freckles ever. She's the best. Question number two. The All My Children star who married Freddie Prince Jr. after meeting on the set of I Know What You Did Last Summer is Sarah Michelle Gellar. Are you one of those like hardcore old school Buffy fans or no? No. I've never seen Buffy. Because Zach is. I've only watched the episodes where Willow was a lesbian, you know. Sure, sure. Question number three. 
The former soap actor who raked in wins for his role on 30 Rock, becoming the male actor who has won the most SAG awards, is Alec Baldwin. Now, 30 Rock, I love. One of my favorites. Yeah, I've heard good things. I like Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go on? Yeah, watching it back, there's some cringe things. I've never watched because Tracy Morgan is outspokenly homophobic and Alec Baldwin has said some horrendous, horrific things to his 12-year-old daughter, called her a pig and stuff. So I just decided that the two of them in one show, even though Tina Fey was at the helm, I just wasn't going to watch. You pick and you choose. It's totally reasonable. The Baldwins are such a wild family, and I just can't believe they're all successful. Like, I want to be at that Thanksgiving table. Right? And then maybe let's just toss some uh, Haley and Bieber at the end of the table, please, to be a fly on that wall. To be a Pence's fly on that wall. Yeah, they're kind of a wild family. Yeah, totally crazy family. Question number four. The One Life to Live actor who went on to portray such characters as Morpheus and Othello is Lawrence Fishburne. That fact that he was the first African-American to play Othello in a motion picture by a major studio is kind of crazy since Othello is a black character. Yeah, I know. Like, what? <laughs> I guess whitewashing is really a, is a real thing, a real phenomenon. I thought it was just a hoax. <laughs> womp, 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 womp. Question number five. The former 80s soap star who portrayed the president in the final season of House of Cards is Robin Wright. A definite upgrade from the former president in House of Cards, Kevin Spacey. Boo his. Mm -hmm, I'll take that trade. Robin Wright's a stud. Yeah. She is, and she's so good in that role. I love her as Claire. Yeah, me too. And I don't know what she does as far as like workout regimens goes, and I don't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole because it seems totally miserable, but dang. Yeah, she's incredible. In House of Cards, it's a rowing machine, so there's that. Have you played that rowing machine game where you like reel in fish? Um, <laughs> this doesn't sound like a good game. Is it like at an arcade? No, like on rowing machines. In a gym, you play this game where you would reel in fish with each pull on the rowing machine. You catch fish. It was really exciting. I would get really competitive and like try to beat my score, but I'm just in the middle of a gym like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was a bit much. Gotta get that red snapper. Here comes a Lance Bass. If you can make anything a game, I am here for it. Oh, me too. Even if like on the stair machine, when they have like solitaire, I'm like, I'll see you in two hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of a sudden I can climb 400 flights of stairs. <laughs> right. Whereas like IRL, two flights, I'm like, I'm out. I need a drink. Yeah. There's no game <laughs> on this one. Question number six. After putting in 12 years on All My Children, Kathy Lee Gifford's replacement on Live with Regis and Kathy Lee was Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa, who is married to Hiram Lodge from Riverdale. Mm, yeah, Mark Consuelo. She posts thirst traps of him constantly on Instagram. What the heck is a thirst trap? Oh, come on. You're not that old. Wait, what? Like a sexy photo. Oh, it's just a sexy photo? That gets posted on social media. And it's called a thirst trap? Mm-hmm. Huh. But it's more like some like half nude sexy photo on Instagram. Oh, brother. I just thought it was about drinks or something. Oh, no. It's like, mm, I'm thirsty. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yoinks. 
Well, both her and him are also insanely fit. Yeah. I don't want near their pantry because I'm going to be sadly disappointed. Super sad. I'll be like, where's the snacks? The snacks. They don't eat snacks, but they do post thirst traps. So there you have it. (laughs) Whatever. Speaking of thirst traps, question number seven. Shall we? (laughs) The former daytime star and big screen actor who was recently crowned People Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year for 2020 is Michael B. Jordan. I feel like that's well-deserved. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty obvious choice, I feel. You can't get more attractive than him. He's incredible. Yeah, he's pretty top-notch. My favorite movie of his is Fruitvale Station. Oh, yeah. He was excellent in that. And that was really his first collab with the director of Black Panther. So, Oh, Ryan Coogler. Uh-huh. And Creed was by Ryan Coogler, too. And it's also an incredible band. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, that goes without saying. Oh. <laughs> Talk about yeah. the other sexiest men alive. God. Yeah. Christian rock always gets me. One time I did go to a Creed concert. No. Wait. Time out. I did. Is this a real story? This is a real story. Kelly, no. But I was like 10, so it was beyond my control. Who took you to a Creed concert? Are they still in your life? Well, I mean. What's happening? They, no one really took me to a Creed concert. It was when my dad worked at the stadium. So it was circumstantial? It was like an outing. Oh. It was very bad. And I was remember I was wearing this side braid situation. Cutie. <laughs> and it fell into the mayonnaise. <laughs> what mayonnaise? <laughs> and I remember being so upset because I was at a Creek concert with mayonnaise in my hair. Oh my God. A low point. <laughs> if you've ever dipped a braid in mayonnaise, it's really hard. Stop it. It smells so bad. <laughs> And when you're wearing a side braid, it's like all up in your nose, you know? No, I don't know. <laughs> Kelly. It was terrible. And then Creed was playing. With arms <laughs> It was all bad. None of this is good. Yeah, that was a real low point. Hearing this story is a real quarantine highlight for me. But side note, people put mayonnaise in their hair, like as hair hacks, and, you know, whatever beauty hacks. Wait, what? It's supposed to be pretty good for your hair. Are you joking? Mm-mm. So I just kind of inadvertently did a hair mask? Yeah. No. <laughs> At a Creed show when you were a young lady. I hate it. Question number eight. After a stint in the 70s on One Life to Live, the acting legend who won the 1993 Best Supporting Actor Oscar is Tommy Lee Jones. Have you ever watched any soap operas like on the regular I liked that wild soap opera that had like those witches and gems. Do you remember that one? Excuse me. No, I have not heard of that one, but sign me up. Passions? Ooh. I like the sound of this. And I feel like they had like different colored gems that did things. I like witches and gems. Heck yes. I know. Me too. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. This American astronomer and scientist is best known for his research contribution on extraterrestrial life. Authoring many scientific books such as Pale Blue Dot and the Pulitzer Prize winning The Dragons of Eden. Who is he? Question number two. What Sega video game was released in 1991, but hit the big screen in 2020, 
with an action-adventure comedy film with the same name. Question number three. What English-American blues rock band formed in 1970 by guitarist and singer Eric Clapton and only released one studio album, Layla and Other Assorted Love Songs? Question number four. What outspoken talk show host and radio DJ often refers to herself as Wiggy, a playful reference to her wig collection? Despite having a large LGBTQ fan base, she has been accused of transphobia, stating that trans women can never be assigned women if they do not menstruate, and ordering them to stop wearing our skirts and heels. Who is she? Question number five. Poop Deck Pappy is the father to what muscular cartoon character who first appeared in comic strips in 1929. Question number six. La Sagrada Familia in Barcelona, Hagia Sophia in Istanbul, and York Minster in the UK are all what kind of famous structures? Question number seven. Rosie Ruiz won the Boston Marathon in 1980, only to have her title stripped eight days after the race when it was discovered that rather than running the entire course, she also used what form of transportation to reach the finish line? It's connection time. And question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The astronomer and scientist who authored Pale Blue Dot and The Dragons of Eden is Carl Sagan. Question number two. The Sega video game that hit the big screen in 2020 with an action-adventure comedy film of the same name is Sonic the Hedgehog. I loved that game when it came out as a kid. I feel like this movie was sort of panned early on. Like there was some leaked images of the lead character and then everybody just said it was creepy and had like realistic teeth. And it went into this whole redesign. And then by the time it came out, it was like COVID hit and it just like sort of faltered. So that's kind of a sad timeline, if you will. Oh, really? No loops and rings for you. Question number three. The 70s blues rock band formed by Eric Clapton, who only released one studio album, Layla and Other Assorted Love Songs, is Derek and the Dominoes. I feel like you really have to be decent at music trivia to get this one right. 
everybody knows the song Layla and everybody associates Layla with Eric Clapton, but Derek and the Dominoes flies under people's radar as an actual project. I think probably just because they only released one album. Because I would have definitely just said Eric Clapton. But it's also like his work with Cream. I think they also were only together for two years and had this like prolific stamp on rock music. So can't keep him down. Question number four. The talk show host who refers to herself as Wiggy and has been known to shame trans women by questioning their authenticity and ordering them to stop wearing our skirts and heels is Wendy Williams. You know, honestly, I have no idea how she's still on the air. This is like one of many things she's ever said. It's I don't get it. I'm obviously not a fan as far as you know, ordering trans women to stop wearing our skirts and heels. Like they can have all of mine because I haven't gotten near a skirt or a heel in decades. So there's that. Yeah, have at it. I don't have any sort of territorial ownership on feminine clothing. They're welcome to it. <laughs> Question number five. Poop Deck Pappy is the father to the cartoon character Popeye. Do you like that name, Poop Deck Pappy? No. You do. I do not. Swab them decks, Kel. I hate it. (laughs) Question number six. La Sagrada Familia, Hagia Sophia, and York Minster are all famous churches. Kelly and I have really been missing going to church since COVID has happened. Well, good news. In our latest L.A. County stay-at-home order, churches are exempt. What? I thought you'd like that. (laughs) So we can go. Don't worry. I don't like it. Pack your flask and large hat. We're going to church. Hmm. Question number seven. Rosie Ruiz cheated her way to a win at the Boston Marathon in 1980 by neglecting to run the entire course, but also taking the subway. I kind of love this. I think she's my hero. <laughs> Genius. Yeah, she's like, mm, I know a workaround. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> some real shortcuts here. We actually covered her and this whole ordeal when we did a guest spot on Quiz Quiz Bang Bang a few months back. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. She's a fun one. I'm into it. <laughs> Me too. Question number eight. And the answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like Carl Sagan, Sonic the Hedgehog, Derek and the Dominoes, Wendy Williams, Popeye, Churches, and Subway. And all of those answers contain names of fast food chain restaurants. Mmm. Fries. Fries. All right, it's time to return to our bonus anagram of the week. Our anagram this week was meat spurt. Speaking of fast food. Ew, stop. Yuck. Yuck. (laughs) The word. Sorry. The question or clue that went along with this anagram was, what 1981 hit song by the Rolling Stones was released as the lead single on the album Tattoo You? And the answer is, start me up. Meat spurt scrambles up to be start me up. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com. 
and our website is TriviaTimePodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up this episode of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I've been joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. We hope you enjoyed listening and playing along. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We might even give you a shout out in a future episode. Our background and answer break music this week is We Are Stardust by Ketza. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Zach, Lydia, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time, later taters. taters. You were like three o'clock and I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah, you literally only replied with a drink. So I was like, I think that means she's available. (laughs) Yep. Just meant I had to get that bike ride in and then slam a cocktail. Surprise, I'm also drinking. I'm drinking one of those coconut pineapple seltzers, which are delicious. Retox, detox. I need my water to have benefits. Mm -hmm. I'm cold. Oh, get your mountain. You need some mulled wine. I do. Do you still have some? No. (laughs) Alcohol never makes it to leftovers. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. I need to see you in a side braid, cutie. It's like a I love horses kind of a look. All right. That's honestly a fair read, but I hate horses and I hate people who like horses. (laughs) I don't know. According to your hair, you like them a little bit. Horse girls. (laughs) I just saw there's like a new Disney Plus movie, The Black Beauty, and I was like, that's, I can't. I know, I know. It's like this girl talking to the horse and she was like, you've been hurt too, I can see it. And I was like, oh, stop it. (laughs) Way to read the wounds. I hate this. I hate it so much. The horse doesn't know you. Ugh.